Ladies and gentlemen, here's Shirley Lin with In the Spotlight. Welcome to In the Spotlight. I'm Shirley Lin. Today will be a continuation of my interview with Yin Yin Wu and Colin Goh, who are the creators of Dim Sum Warriors comic series. They are originally from Singapore. They were in New York for 20 years, and then they already spent two years in Taiwan. The interesting thing about them is that Colin used to be a lawyer, and now he is pursuing something he loves. So it's like his dream come true. I think comics have also developed quite a lot in the past thirty years. Oh. Uh, it used to be seen as a children's thing, but actually now, as we, as we know, in in the U.S. in Europe, uh, in Japan, as many adults read it as as kids. Mm. So it's become it's really become a a medium and genre of its of its own. Taiwan has some fantastic. Comic, comic artists, yeah. yeah, very good. Fantastic, comic we do. Yeah. Okay, yes. yeah. So I think so. So one is comics. Two is actually um, uh, the research in applied linguistics has also talked about translanguaging. So what it means is using the home language to build uh, hooks and a map for the target language. So traditionally, we've thought of languages as immersion, right? You have to be. Either in in an English language classroom, no Chinese. In a Chinese classroom, no English. Yeah, true, true. correct. Mm -hmm. But that's a very inefficient way of learning. Really. Yeah. So the the research shows translanguaging. So if you read a story in your home language, you have a map for the meaning. So when mm -hmm. you read it in the target language, you don't feel lost, and you can focus on learning the language. Okay. It's like when you're navigating, you have a map for where you're going. So it's actually yeah. a very effective method for for language learning. Okay. It's also when we, when we first came to Taiwan, our daughter went to a Taiwanese school and we saw her English textbook, uh -huh. and it was very odd because it, they were just imported from the U.S. So this is a private uh, private okay, school, private school. Right? Okay. So in private school, they import these textbooks from the U.S. Okay. So the curriculum ends up being things like you're studying like Mustangs in the middle of America, Mustangs. Uh -huh. So I'm like, and when are you yeah, going to see food pantries Mustangs? in Florida? They were asked to talk about food pantries, not not even in New York where our daughter was growing up. Yeah. Did she have to talk about Mustangs or food, food pantries, pantries in Florida? <laughs> you you know these. These were completely irrelevant, irrelevant. to their lives, yeah. uh, but they were expected because it's it was in this imported textbook. They were expected to learn it, and so of course the kids it didn't register with the kids. Yeah, they lose interest. Yeah. yeah, they lose interest and they can't use it. So, so in in education research, we call they call it culturally relevant pedagogy or culturally relevant. Curriculum, so we need to make curriculum relevant to the students' lives. Mm -hmm. So last semester, for example, I taught a, a lab class in Muta Guoqiao, so our neighborhood school, uh -huh. uh, in English. So I used the Dim Sum Warriors curriculum to teach them. So one of the things I did was I asked them, "What are your favorite foods? Can you tell me in English?" So they talked about pizza, yeah. uh, fries, uh, and hamburgers. Okay. Right. So so I said, "Don't you like uh, luro fan?" Like braised pork rice, don't you like bubble tea, papa? They said we love them. So I said, but do you use English to talk about them? No, they don't, right? They don't. So w when we think about learning a foreign language in the context of Taiwan, such as English, 
What you want to do, what we want kids to do is to be able to talk about their own worlds to mm. other people. Mm. You don't have to tell Americans about hamburgers and fries, but Americans <laughs> will be very interested in learning about bubble tea yes. and braised pork rice and beef rice, yeah. right? Uh, beef noodles. Uh-huh. Um, so, so I think the goal has to shift to thinking about how do we get kids to express themselves and what they know, rather than learning like other people's uh, knowledge. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. And and then they can become much more confident in the language because they have stuff to say. They have stories mm-hmm. to tell. You know, I'm learning so much. <laughs> I had no idea that actually comics, uh, comic books, is actually good. Um, I've always had a negative connotation about it and I know that my kids grew up with some comic books I'm not quite sure but um you know uh, one time I felt I felt good and I felt safe was that they were reading comic books about sex education I flipped through it and it looked you know it's it's not dirty it's not you know anything like you know x-rated but I thought wow you can teach sex education this way which I thought was fine and they loved that book you know so this is really amazing because um, there are um, comic book stores around and kids just hang out the whole day there, which I don't like. But then you're saying that actually these comic books, that actually some of the content is actually good. It's like books right now. There's such a wide variety of comics. There are good comics, there are bad comics, just like there are good books and there are bad books. But comics as a medium is particularly interesting because there's no limit to how good words can be. There's no limit to how good pictures can be. So when you have a medium that puts the two of them together, you start getting new possibilities. Also, unlike, say, watching a film, you can actually flip back and forth very easily with a book. You can stay on an image, you can stay on the text and look at it and focus. You know, you don't, you don't have to rewind and it's, it's a lot more difficult. So it's both a literary and a visual medium. And I think there are very big artistic possibilities. Mm. Yeah. there as well. Also, I think just kids love comics. I mean, it's as simple as that. And you, if you, parents in Taiwan have a hard time getting their kids to read books in English. Yes. I think <laughs> comic start, words, start no, no with pictures. English comic books. That's a fantastic start. Start with, um, in Singapore, uh, a lot of kids have started reading the Dim Sum Warrior series and the kids in Singapore don't like to read Chinese books, but a lot of them have picked up Dim Sum Warriors because it's comic form in Chinese. Uh-huh. Um, and then yeah. they get to read it in English first. So it's not scary, it is, it's, it's enjoyable. And the other thing good about comics, what we've experienced is that kids end up wanting to make them. Make their own comic books. Yes, book so when they read oh. the comic books, they want to make it because it's not like, a, so it, they just need a pen and paper. A pen and, paper mm-hmm. and they can make their own comics. So it really kind of triggers, um, triggers creativity. So we run a monthly uh, uh, Facebook uh, social media event called Mm. uh, Food with Feelings, where we draw with kids. Well, he draws with kids and I just like talk nonsense. Um, uh, And and the kids put in a lot of effort. We can't see them, but after that, they'll post their pictures. So they're sitting there drawing with comics. So we'll say, you know, Food with Feelings, let's have an angry apple. What does an angry apple look like? (laughs) You know, and they will draw, they will come up with these characters and we'll, we'll mix and match adjectives yeah. with food and you know it's really fun and kids like doing that that's an inherent silliness mm. you don't have to have fantastic language skills to come up with a comic 
Yeah. So but you can tell a story. You can tell a story with mm. a few words yeah. and a simple Graphics. drawing. You don't have to be a brilliant artist either, right? Mm, Some yeah. of the best cartoons are just stick figures. Mm. Yeah. Right. So once kids kind of start creating, um, that's when they get hooked onto creating and it really triggers them wanting to, to create more. One of our big aims is to get kids just wanting to use what they know, to use the language. Because often, right, we go through school Yes. And at the end of it, we just don't use whatever we learn in school. True. Whether it's that language, so true. <laughs> whether oh, it's language oh, you know, kids or music. play piano for like, like to grade eight and then never play the music instrument ever again. Uh, um, it happens a lot. It's yeah. because it's always done for a test. It's always done. It's not. So kids the need to. force on the parents. Yeah. Yeah. Right. By the parents. So I think it's so important to experience everything that you have as a tool for creation. You're listening to In the Spotlight with Shirley Lin. Do you two believe that we were all of us humans were born with an artistic mind or that we're born to be able to create art or whatever? I'm, I'm, maybe I'm not putting in the right words, but um, I've in, recently interviewed people who pretty much say the same thing. We're all born to, we do have creativity in, in us, inborn in us. Do you believe that? I believe that everybody has a strong desire to express who we are and that expression often comes in the form of drawings in the form of music it could be in the form of stories <laughs> in the form be... of making food so those the creative impulse comes from the expressive impulse right this is who i am and you want to document your life i mean that's why we create stories um because we feel like our stories are stories that other people haven't done um, and we need to document that part of our lives to to it's it's like a, a desire for for longevity right uh -huh. so I, I want to I want to leave this in a world so that every you know other people know that we I have, existed from, I this, existed period from this period of time from this period it's, of time it, that is a basic impulse whether yeah. or not you become an artist is not you know necessarily relevant mm -hmm. in fact talent is not particularly relevant yeah. either it, it's mm -hmm. A lot of it to do is to do with, in some ways, perseverance mm -hmm. is the most important thing. Mm -hmm. You can have a lot of talent, but if you decide to give it up, it's no use. It's, it's about yeah. wanting it badly enough to continue doing whatever it is that makes because you special. Yeah. Yes, that's right. But I also think it's a survival uh, need. It's a need for survival right now at this moment. So I hear a lot of parents understanding and talking about how our future is going to be controlled by AI artificial mm -hmm. intelligence yes. so all these machines are going to control our lives and take away all our jobs <laughs> and because of that a lot of parents send kids to coding classes thinking that that's the path no, really yes, yes. yes. but unfortunately if the world is taken over by artificial intelligence the only thing that can make us survive help us survive is human intelligence and what does that mean it means creativity Okay. It's the only thing that will make us differentiate ourselves from machines, that will help us retain our jobs in the future, is creativity. So I think the sooner we really kind of focus on how do we get kids to be creative and express themselves and be able to be flexible in their thinking and take risks, the sooner we prepare them for the future. Mm. Talking to you makes education look so much fun. You know, <laughs> not like before, you know, education is like a must thing and that you've got that education, you know, to survive in this world, but you're making education very fun. 
So now you've touched on how it helps, you know, this series, you know, helps with language learning, you know, bilingual language learning and creativity. Where do we go from here with Dim Sum Warriors? It seems like limitless, you know, possibilities. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, limitless. Uh, well, the limit is how many hours there are in a day, I guess. <laughs> I, I would love to see this as either an animated series or or a movie. Is uh, that in the mix right now? Um, we have a script. I think it's just what everybody goes through now. We have to keep we have so many different balls that we're juggling. We don't actually know which one uh, will catch. But it's okay because I see the to your personalities. It's like you know you take whatever comes your way. You know you guys are very <laughs> carefree, but actually you're doing something that's very meaningful and fun and loved by kids. Yeah. What about the idea of using Dim Sum Warriors in actual school classes? Oh, oh a... yeah, yeah, totally. So, so I yes, have actually developed. Well, uh, with the Tim Sam Warriors books and app, I've developed a full curriculum to right. be used in classes. So okay. in schools? Uh, it can be. So, it can be so, anywhere. So okay. um, it's been developed, so it can go anywhere. So the whole education uh, learning system that we developed for Tim Sam Warriors has been certified by um, Education Alliance Finland. So they certified uh, products for educational quality, for uh, pedagogical quality. So we've been certified and go. Yeah, so it's, it'll be so a mix. So if uh, Taiwanese schools are yeah. interested, it's definitely something that... And that it's interesting really because it's, it's, it's a cool. mix of printed books, materials, as yeah. well as digital materials. So, mm. you know, yeah. you can read the books, you can also record yourself and... Uh, there's technology to give you feedback on your pronunciation and fluency as well. Plus, there are all sorts of sort, uh, creative projects that can accompany um, the content as well. So, you know, yeah. I think it's a pretty fun thing if there are schools or even Bushiban who want to take it on. It, it'll probably yeah. be a fun thing for them to, to add to their curriculum. Sound yeah. like a cram school, you know? Yeah, we've been doing uh, most of our work in Singapore, so we haven't really started doing this in, in Taiwan. Taiwan. So, but because of our lab class last, uh, the lab class that I ran last semester, so I, I think it's going to work pretty well in Taiwan. Where do you want to go with Dim Sum Warriors? We want everybody to to know Dim Sum Warriors, to be able to uh, use Dim Sum Warriors for language learning, for for thinking about uh, a better world where where all foods uh, are friends with each other. Right. Oh, that's yeah. great. Well, it was so much joy talking to the two of you. Thank you so very much for you so your much. joy. You're so welcome. And your creativity and just wonderful ideas, you know, with, with me, with my audience too. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so much. Thank for you for having us. All right.